Hey, this is Greg Harvey, pastor at Embrace Church. Enjoy today's message and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming sermons. Great. We kicked off a series last week. We started on keys to growth. And I'll tell you, our focus really is on health because we understand this, that healthy things grow. So many times we want to get focused on everything else. And, and, and I want this area to change, or I want this area to get better, and I want this area to produce, but we don't focus on the health of it. So, so, so we're going to focus on the health and trust the process. That if we, if we get healthy spiritually, we grow spiritually. Come on. If you get healthy financially in your life, you'll grow financially. In every area, if you, if you get healthy in your marriage, your marriage grows. So in every area of your life, if you focus on the health, you'll get the growth because there's a principle in life, healthy things grow. So as we looked at the key to growth, last week we, we started off and, and, I'm, I, and we looked at, at John, the, the, the 14th chapter and 15th chapter, and there there. As Jesus was talking about, about abiding in the vine, uh, and that we realize that in order to uh, really grow, the key to growth, the, the, cre- the, the key to produce what I want in my life, the fruit, I have to do some things the same. That will require more of the same in my life. It will require, it will require abiding in Him, getting locked in with Him so that I can produce what I want in my life. So we're going to look at that again. And in John, the 15th chapter, we're going to look at this again, starting with the first verse. I'll read the same verses, go on a little bit deeper this morning. But in John 15, verse 1. Jesus speaking to his disciples, and remember, this is last words he's sharing. And how many remember last words are important? I mean, these are, these are last things. He's, he, when he's sharing this, he's already had the Last Supper with them. When he's sharing this, Judas has already betrayed him. While he's sharing, he's already washed the feet. Peter's already bowed up. Jesus has already put him in his place, let him know before the night's over, you're going to deny me three times. All these conversations has already happened, and he's on his way to the Garden of Gethsemane, and there he's talking and sharing again with the disciples, and he shares this with them. He says, I am the vine. I am the true vine. How many know there's some fake ones out there? Because he's talking about on the vine, the vine is the source. The source of life, our source of everything. How many know the enemy offers you some false stuff that you will try to attach yourself to and, and hope, hoping that I'll get some life out of this, hoping that this will change me, hoping that this is the one thing. How many know the enemy offers some false stuff? So Jesus said, look, I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that, that does not bear fruit, here's what he does, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which, which I have spoken to you. 
So abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he casts out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So will be my disciples. This morning, I kind of want—I want to preach on that same thought of last week, but kind of different. Last week it was more of the same. This this week, I want to preach to you on on changing the pattern. You've got you've got to if you're going to grow, you've got to learn to change the pattern. God's desire is that you produce. God's He said so many times, "Produce fruit. You'll produce fruit. You'll produce. You'll produce much fruit if you do this." But how many know you've got to change the pattern in your life in order to produce the stuff? I remember, I, I remember when I was was young. Um, I don't want to show my real age, so let me go a little bit older. I remember when I was, uh, oh goodness, I was about eighth grade, and there was a game system that came out as a kid. I didn't have it, but my friend had it. Um, maybe you've heard of it. Nintendo, showing my age, because I was 8th grade when this happened. And there was a game that came with it. There, there are two with this Nintendo. There was Super Mario Brothers. Oh, and that was the good one right there. With Luigi and, and Mario and all that stuff. So, and there was, and there was that duck hunt, you know, that you shoot at the TV. So violent back then. And um, not like the games today. They're so nice and easy. But I remember I would get so frustrated. I watched my, my friend as he would play in Super Mario. And we would take turns. He got a longer turn than I got. Because he knew how to play the game. I would get up there. It would be my turn. And I would just... I would see all this stuff, and I didn't recognize what was really happening, and I would just just go full-born, just boom, and just die. I mean, the first little turtle or whatever would wipe me out, and then I would just hand it over to him, and he would play for about an hour, and finally hand it back to me when he died. After watching a little bit, I learned there was a secret in how they go about this, that there was a there was a pattern to what everything happened. As soon as you entered this, this area, there would be a timing. There was a pattern of how the turtles would come through, how the little things would drop from the sky, how the if you made it to the castle, how, how Bowser would jump up and down. There was a, there was a pattern to everything when he would throw there was a pattern because because when they created the system there was a pattern to it and I realized if I could figure out the pattern 
then I could get the princess. There's, listen to me, there's a point to all this. Just follow along with me here. If I could figure out the pattern, and if I could then change my pattern, because I watched him, and he had a pattern of how he did it. It, it, it could have been nothing else on the board. He was going to jump whenever because he had the pattern. When I get here, I'm jumping. And when I get there, I'm running. And I'm going full force and I'm jumping and I'm running. And it's just, he created his own power to pattern to beat the system. What I'm telling you is that, 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 that there's a pattern to everything. There really is. There's a pattern to, to everything in your life. And this message, this passage that Jesus is sharing with the disciples on this last bit of just, 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 just I'm going to pour into you whatever I can pour into you because I'm about to die and I'll be taken away from you for a while. He's, he's just pouring and sharing these last words. And, and he's saying it time and time again this phrase, as he's pouring into him this time, time again, did you catch there's a pattern? He keeps saying, abide in me, abide in me, abide in me, abide in me, three, four, five. I mean, there's a pattern that's happening as he's saying this, abide in me. Abide in me and you will bear much fruit. Abide in me and you'll and 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 whatever you ask of the Father, you'll 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 receive. Abide in me and, and you'll make it abide in me. Because without me, you can't do anything. Abide in me. There's a pattern that he's going through here. That if abide in me, there's a pattern. And Jesus is trying to let his disciples, and he's also at the same time trying to let you and I know, there's a pattern to this. Tell your neighbor, there's a pattern to this. There's a pattern to this. And as he's using the pattern of a vineyard, really, to explain his point. Jesus is describing this architecture, or this agricultural pattern to illustrate how God produces change in your life. Saying, look, the, I am the vine. I'm the source of your life. I'm the one that is steady, that is rooted that is unchanging, that is steady, that is rooted in the source of life that comes through. You are the branches. Don't, don't get mistaken. You're, you're the branch. Now, yes, you produce the fruit. Only if you stay connected. And my father, my father is the vine dresser. He's the one who comes and he prunes and he cuts and he tears away the things that aren't, aren't good for you in your life and he'll, he'll cut and nip out so that you can produce more fruit. All, the, all of it is for you to produce more and more and more and more. And the Father cuts and it seems painful at times, but, but it's pain with a purpose. And I can handle it if I realize it's pain with a purpose. What I'm going through, what I'm facing. But I've, gotta, I've learned I have to, just me wanting to do the change alone isn't enough. And here's where we get caught. We think, well, I'll just, I'll just change. I'll just decide in myself I'll do this. I'll, I'll do the change, Gina. And Jesus is saying, look, 
that's good that you want to, but you've got to realize it's the Father who cuts and nips. Because I've realized there's some things I try and change in my life, and it's not good for me to change. There's some things that, that I want to get rid of, and God's saying, no, that needs to stay. There's some things I try and keep, and the Father says, no, that needs to go. So He's the one who does the changing. He's the one who does the, the process. He's the one who tries to change our patterns. And if I'm going to produce the fruit, I've got to allow Him to change my pattern. You see, what, what happens a lot of times is we tend to think that the, what we are producing that we don't like. Oh, and how many know what I'm talking about? How many produces some stuff in your life you don't like? How many is listening right now? And you're tired of producing the things that you don't like. But what happens to us so many times is we'll look at that, what I produced, and I think, well, that's my problem. Come on. That's, that's my problem. If I can just get rid of that, because that's, that's my problem. But, but what I'm trying to tell you, that's not your problem. Your pattern is your problem. Your pattern is your problem. So you've got to learn to change your pattern. Let, let me give it to you in, in, a, in a mathematical sense. I, I, math was actually something I do like in school. How many is like that? You like math? How many is like, put your hand down, I hate it. You see, what I like about math is there is a pattern to it all. There really is. There's, there's everything. So if, if you were to, uh, say, take 111, or 111, and you were to add that plus 111, and you were to add it again plus 111, and 11, you're creating a pattern, right? 111 plus 111 plus 111 plus 111 plus 111 plus 111. If you did that six times, what, what do you get? What, what do you get? If you, if you add 111 six times, a simpler math equation would be 111 times 6, which is a pattern of 111 plus 111 plus 111 plus 111 six times. If you, if you got 111 times 6, here's what you will produce. 666, right? Okay. Now, now, I'm getting some ugly looks from some of y'all because y'all don't like the product. Right? Because, you know, I don't want that product. But here's the problem. We go through life and we keep getting the same product we don't like. But as long as I keep the pattern going of six times 111, no matter how much I hate the product... It's not going to change. I'm going to always produce 
666. And as much as I hate it and I want it changed, as long as, unless I'm willing to change my pattern, I'm always going to get the same product. As long as I'm willing, if I'm not willing to change and I want to keep doing what I want to do and I keep my pattern of living the same way it's going, I'm always going to produce what I don't want to produce. See the problem with some of y'all. Some of y'all think 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 that 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 that, that well, I'm I, you know I'm I'm, I'm just it, it's it's who I am. I, I you know I don't don't want to change this area. I'm just it's just who I am. I'm I'm just a bad student. No, you have a pattern of 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 not studying and staying up late and not doing your work and going out with friends. So so the product that you get is well, I want to change that. But I don't want to change this that produces. Are, are you following me? So I like I like what we, we focus so much on the product and the fruit that we're producing or the fruit that we're not producing. And I wish I could produce what they're producing, but they allow Christ or the Father to cut away and change some patterns in their life so that they produce more. And you're unwilling to change your pattern, and He's trying to cut, and you're not receiving it, so you're getting overwhelmed with everything else. So you keep producing little bitty instead of much. And the problem is the pattern. See, look at look at what Paul said. When he instructed the church in, in Romans 12 too, he said, do not conform, watch this, to the, I know this is NIV, but, but I like it, it's good. Don't conform to the pattern of this world. Don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, take on the mind of Christ. Get locked into the vine. Let, let everything begin to change this way. Be transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve. Look at the fruit. God's will. His good, pleasing, and perfect. That's much fruit right there. That's what I'm after. Will. But he said, he said... Don't conform to the pattern of the world. You know, we tend to look at it and think the world is our problem. The world's our problem. The world's, what, that's, that's the main thing. That's, that's my problem right there. The world is my problem. You know, what's going on around the world, that's my problem. This is, and, and we tend to focus on the world as our problem. Can I just tell you, the world's not your problem. The world wasn't God's problem. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his life for what? The world. So the world's not the problem. It's the pattern. It's the pattern of the world. The pattern of the world is the problem. And if you can change your thinking by taking on the mind of Christ, you can get out of the pattern of the world. But it starts there.
You know, I like what, what Einstein said. He said, without changing our pattern of thought, we'll not be able to solve the problems we created with our current patterns of thought. I think Paul, or that Einstein read Romans 12 and stole that from Paul. See, the, the, problem, the problem in your life isn't that you feel hurt and alone. No, that, that's just a product of a pattern in your life of shutting people out of your life. And that's become your pattern, so that's what you're producing. The problem isn't that you can't keep a job. That's, that's just a product of a pattern of showing up late not being a team player and not doing your job with excellence, so that's what you get. What well, is it's the pattern. It's the pattern. The problem is the pattern. And it's a problem that all that started with with Adam back in the garden. You know, Paul Paul said in Romans five. Verse 14 said, nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. Even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam. Who, back to Adam here, who is the pattern of the one to come? There's a pattern. What he's saying is in the Garden of Eden, pattern, Adam introduced a pattern of sin into the world. He introduced this pattern. When Adam sinned, all of a sudden there was a pattern that followed. It, got, it, it came down to all of us. All of us carried then that sinful nature. We're all naturally inclined to this pattern of sin. We're all born with this pattern. And some of you, you've dealt with even family patterns. And you think it's family just passed down. And you think, well, I've just, and I'm just dealing with same problems my parents dealt with. Dealing with the same stuff my grandparents dealt with. And we think that we're dealing with the same problems, but here's the thing. We're actually dealing with the same patterns. Patterns that we've learned from them. So, so you end up with the same bad stuff that... Your great-great-grandparents, you didn't even know they dealt with it, but you deal with it because your grandparents and your great-grandparents and your, your parents and now. now and, and what is, is there's a bad pattern that has happened that has attached itself. You've learned from watching their pattern. Going back to that game, it's like whenever I would sit and I would watch him play, I would just begin to do what he did. He had a nice pattern to it. He won, I wanted to win, so I would just follow the pattern. I get stuck in the pattern, following the pattern. And some of y'all have got stuck in the patterns of watching your parents. 
You've got stuck in the parent in the pattern watching your grandparents. You've got stuck. It's just continued on. Your kids are getting stuck in the same pattern because they're watching you. Because life is a continual pattern, and you don't like what you're producing, but what's happening is you're not willing to change your pattern. Don't look at me mean like that. I'm not doing it. I'm just telling you how it's happening. That there's a pattern to all of this, this sinful pattern. That the problem, the problem, the problem is the pattern. So here's, here's, here's the key. Change the pattern. Change the pattern. I know it's tough because the enemy, the enemy will, will try and speak to you and he'll tell you what you're facing, what you're going through. The problems that it's the problem, it's the problem, it's the problem. And he'll try and tell you, look, the problem has now become personal. It, it's, it has become who you are. That the problem, it's all about the problem, it's all about the problem because he doesn't want you to see the pattern. He doesn't mind if you see the problem because he knows just seeing the problem's not enough. You'll keep creating the same problem as long as he can keep you from seeing the pattern that got you in that mess. So he'll keep, he'll keep, he'll let you mess up and mess up and mess up. And he knows that you don't like what you're producing. And then he'll just try and tell you that that's just who I am. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? How many has ever said these words? I'm just not a morning person. You're eating it up, you're buying it. I'm just not a morning person. No, you've got bad patterns. You stay up too late. You worry all day. You never give anything to God. You don't pray about it. So then when you go to bed, your mind's still rumbling and, and going and just going through and through and through and you can't get rest. So you wake up late and, and you haven't laid your clothes out beforehand. So your mornings are nothing but late and stressful. So you've just convinced yourself, I'm not a morning person. No, you've got bad patterns. I can tell you in whatever it is. Some of you are like, well, well, I'm just disorganized. No, you've got bad patterns. I can't afford to tithe. No, you've never set a budget. And you lived off every dollar you've gotten right at the moment. So you've never given God anything and set aside that. So instead, you're just living in this mindset of mine, mine, mine. No, you've got bad patterns. In everything, it's bad patterns. I don't have time to pray. You've got time for everything else. What's your patterns? Come on. You, you've got time to play games on your phone for three hours, but you don't have time to pray. No, you've got bad patterns. You've made some bad patterns, so you're producing what you don't want, and the enemy's just trying to feed you in that that's just who you are. Can go on and on. I have bad kids. I, I, no, no. In everything, the problem is the pattern. It's the pattern. So, so here, change the pattern. You see, see, 
your decision at the moment doesn't have to, or your problem, what you've produced, doesn't have to be your destiny. It doesn't have to be your destiny. You can change it. You can change it, but it starts with the pattern. It starts with allowing God to cut here and there and here and there so that you can produce what you want, but you've got to allow Him to do that, to change the pattern. You know what I love is that. I didn't share with y'all that I was amazed one time when I was watching my friend play this game. Super Mario Brothers. I, I remember it. He came to one spot and instead of, how many know this secret? Instead of killing the turtle just outright, he got him on this bottom step, this one left, and he just kept jumping on the turtle. Again and again and again. He jumped on, I don't know how many times. And what happened was that every time he got a new life. Do y'all know that secret? I'm blowing your mind. Y'all are going to go home and try and find an old Super Mario brother. He found a cheat. A cheat code. It's cheating. He found a cheek. And then I was blown away as he went to this other part where he climbed up all the way up sometime. And then he ran up on the clouds and he skipped like about five levels. I was, how do you do that? How'd you, how'd you know to do that? He said, well, well, in order to get the cheat codes, uh, I read this book that had the cheat codes in it. Oh. Now, now some, of you, some of you are knowing where I'm going. Can I, this life of it all, there's some cheat codes. It's in the book. Oh, it's in, you don't have to keep, it's in the Bible. You don't have to keep going the same way again, making the same mistakes again. You, there's multiple lives back there. He can forgive you again and again. You can go on and on and on and change your life. There's a pattern to it. Here's why, here's why. Because Christ broke the code. He broke the cheat code of the pattern of sin. He did it because remember remember in, in, in Luke, Luke chapter 4, whenever he, he had fasted for 40 days. You know that's so good. We all do a 40-day fast. I'll stop it. 21 though we're not doing that okay y'all I ain't get any amens at all whenever I threw that out there but remember in Luke 4 when Jesus was on this 40-day fast and the enemy tempts him and he tempts him he said said look I know you're hungry you haven't eaten in a long time and I can hear your stomach growling Jesus you're out here in the wilderness. Why don't you turn these stones into bread? Temptation one. Jesus responds with he with with he right from the cheat code book. He said, 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 no, 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 it's not good. For, you know, it's I, I'll I'll live instead out of every word that comes out of the Father. Oh, that's my that's my meat so the enemy, enemy takes him up up to this pinnacle and he shows him 
all the kingdoms of the world in a moment. And he says, hey, all of this can be yours if the price is right. No, he said, all of this, all of this can be yours if you will just bow down and worship me. He goes back to the cheat code book. Now it says, it's written, shall worship the Lord God and Him only. He, he then, he takes him to the temple up high, and then he says to him, look, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, because, hey, I've read the book too, and it's written that the angels will come and catch you. He said, get behind me. Get Watch, three times he's tempted. Did you see that? By the time, math, by the time you get to three, you've created a pattern. Three times he created a pattern. Remember, remember Paul said in, in Romans 12, verse 2, he said, Do not conform to the pattern of this world. What's the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world is the pattern of sin. Don't conform to the pattern of this world. Three times he's tempted, it's this pattern. First John 2.16 explains what that pattern is. He said, says, for all that is in the world, look, here's three things. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. That pattern that John says, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is of the world. That's the pattern of the world. Paul said, don't conform to that. When Jesus was tempted, what happened? First one, hey, turn this stone into bread because I know you're hungry. The lust of the flesh, I can, I can hear your stomach growling. You're hungry. You're wanting something. Why don't you turn this stone into bread and eat the lust of the flesh? He takes him up to the pinnacle and he shows him all the kingdoms, he said, look, look out. See them all, see them all, see them all. Looks good to the eye, doesn't it? Looks good. It's the lust of the eye. It looks good, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It can all be yours if you just bow. Takes him to the pinnacle or, or the temple, the top, and he says, hey, if you are the Son of God, hitting the pride of him right now. What, what I'm telling, trying to tell you, Jesus broke the code. He had everything come to him. Everything the enemy has. The pattern of the world, he threw it at him. And, and not one time did, did Jesus fail. He created a new pattern for us. Where the old pattern with Adam, remember, remember Adam, Adam fell to that very same pattern. Look at, look at Genesis 3 and 6, if, if it's up here. Look, look, here's, here's the pattern. 
This is when they fell. So when the woman saw, saw, lust, lust of the eyes, when she saw that the tree was good for food, or, or that's lust of the flesh, sorry. When, she, when it was pleased, pleasant to the eyes, that's the lust of the eyes. And a tree desirable to make one wise, the pride of life. That's it. She ate. The enemy threw the pattern at Adam. Adam fell. He throws the pattern at us. Everything that you've ever failed in sin has been through that pattern. Either the lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, or the pride of life. Everything gets wrapped up in that. Well, I don't like what I'm producing. Quit going with the same pattern. Quit conforming to the pattern of the world. Instead, follow Christ who broke the pattern. That's why he said, look, if you abide in me, you can do it. See, so many times we've tried to do it all ourselves. We've tried to do all the change. I want our worship team. Will you all come up? We've tried to, well, I'll change here. I'll change here. I'll, I'll, I'll change this. I'll change that. And we struggle. And we fail. We might make it for a little bit. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? But then I fall to the pattern of the world. I fall. I fall. I fall. And I want to quit. I want to give up because I don't like what I'm producing. Sick of this showing up, sick of that showing up. It's almost like a circle. This shows up in your life. You don't like it. You try and change. It goes away for a little bit and then it comes back. About this time, this next year, it shows up again. Why do you think that? Because there's a pattern. And you tried to change, but you didn't change, so you kept producing because your pattern didn't change. I'm here to tell you today, though, listen, God broke the pattern. So I don't have to conform to it anymore. I can just now, instead of following the world, I can follow him. I can get connected to Him. And when I'm connected to Him, God begins to cut, to change some things. God begins to trim. And sometimes I've, I've been, been, been connected to Him and, and sometimes I have heard the Holy Spirit just tell me, cut it out. Now I'm starting to think he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to the Father. That right there, cut that out of their life. 
cut that off. That's got to go. That's got to leave. Some of y'all during this fast, you felt the Holy Spirit can begin to convict you on things like your social media, how much time you spend, or how much. What do you think that is? That's the Holy Spirit trying to change your patterns. How you're living. How you're living so that you can produce much fruit. Why don't you just stand with me? You know, when Jesus, after he was tempted, after he broke the pattern of this world, after he didn't cave to any of it, but instead made his own pattern, it it says later on in that chapter, in Luke chapter 4, that he walks down, he goes to the synagogue, And he asked for the scroll so he can read from the scroll. And he opens the book of Isaiah. And he declares he's the Son of God in this scripture. And he reads this out of Isaiah. It's in Luke 4 and verse 18. He says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me Watch what He's anointed him to do. To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captive and recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. Do you catch this, what He's reading? He's creating a new pattern for Himself. Here's now my job. I'm anointed to do this. Here's, here's my, my thing. I'm anointed to preach to the poor. I'm anointed to, 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 to heal the broken heart. I'm, I'm anointed to, to, to set liberty those that are captive. I'm anointed to give sight to the blind. I'm anointed to, to give liberty to those who are oppressed. Do you catch what's going on though? Uh, if, if you don't, don't see it, let me, let me show you. He's naming every one of your problems. Everything that we deal with, whether it's sickness, whether it's oppression, whether it's addiction, whether it's our, 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 our poorness, whether it's our poor in spirit, whether it's all these things. He's looking at your problems and he's saying, your problems has become my pattern. Changing your problem, producing something different in you is now my pattern. I've been anointed to change you. I've been anointed to set you free. I've been anointed to break everything that the enemy throws at you. I've been anointed to change the pattern in your life. Your problem is now his pattern. So he'll produce what needs to be produced now in your life if you abide in Him, I want you to bow your heads with Thanks for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Have a great week and make an impact on those around you.